You are listening to Big Trouble in Little Podcast. And here are your hosts, Joe Dove and Andy. back for a double 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 feature because we uh we we missed last week because andy saw a movie i think right what movie did you see i didn't see any movie i had to work late oh he had to work he, he had to see the movie work late so. i wanted to go, i wanted to go see a movie it was one of these stupid limited engagements i went and saw um this was like more than a year ago but i went and saw perfect blue at the theater mm-hmm. and it was a limited engagement they only had it two nights one night it was a uh, subtitled one night it was dubbed and ever since then i like followed the organization that does it on facebook and they do the same thing with lots of uh foreign movies and i really wanted to go see this one but i i had to work late and because all they do is show the movie fucking one showing on two different nights and the nearest theater that does it is always like more than an hour away. So it's hard for me to get to go see them. But it, it's like mm-hmm. if I don't get out of work right at 530, get home, change clothes and, and drive to the theater, I don't get to see it. I worked late, so I didn't get to see it. All right. Well, anyway, since we did mas- miss last week, we're doing a double feature, which is going to be Resident Evil Afterlife and then Resident Evil Retrib- Retribution. Um, but before we get into that, oh, <laughs> And if you haven't been keeping up since, uh, you know, Resident Evil, uh, the Big Trouble podcast and the Nemesis Project, we have Andy here and we also have Zach. So we're back for more Resident Evil, if anybody. This would be a weird place for you to just jump in the middle of. But hey, if so, uh, welcome. Congratulations. You did it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so actually I've been looking at the downloads for uh, some of it and people jump to Extinction and been downloading that so yeah fair enough i mean they can download whatever they want i don't care and download it all yeah they could hear us fucking ripping each one but maybe this time things will turn for the positive side we, we will see but before we get into that andy zach what the hell you guys been watching Start off with zach because usually it's like wrestling in these movies so zach would you watch <laughs> You're you're not wrong. It's it's wrestling these movies, and I know you I did, watched two movies. I, I watched it part two. Oh, never mind. Ah, uh, now I've been hearing that it's really, 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 really long. Is that correct? Yes, it's way too long for a fucking horror movie. It's like two hours and forty nine minutes. Shit. <laughs> That's way too fucking long. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, I was like, oh, I was looking up times for it, and then I was like, oh, blah, blah, okay, we'll go here, and I saw, like, the runtime, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I, I like I like the right kind of movies to be long. Like, if you're going to make There Will Be Blood or fucking High and Low, sure, make a three-hour movie, go for it. But if you're making It, uh, what the fuck are you doing? I don't think horror movies should re- generally go over two hours. Um... 
it's just it's it's just not the right genre for something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that aside, uh, I I thought it was all right. Like I don't know, I, I like it less than the first one actually. Really, I actually heard the same thing, and I've been hearing that people actually refer to the part two of it, the old one, better than chapter two, the new one. I mean, it had Tim Curry. It's yeah. kind of an unfair comparison. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, Tim Curry is a little bit unfair. But, like, just looking at these in a vacuum, because I don't remember fuck all about the TV one, and it's been, like, I don't know, 20 years since I've probably seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I I just thought, in general, this one was not as well-made, and it was goofier in, in several aspects, and I thought that was strange. The first one was goofy when he did that little fucking Fortnite dance, right? Where don't was... don't get yeah, don't get me wrong. There were some goofy parts in the first, the chapter one, but it just seemed like it was played a little bit more straight than this. Uh, I think what had happened was is it, everybody saw the feedback, and it seemed like everybody liked this new guy playing the the Pennywise or whatever. Mm-hmm. And thought like you know his parts was good, so it seems to me like they indulged that a little bit too much in this movie. Interesting. I I I think I'm just gonna wait for the Blu-rays to come out and then watch it on different days, obviously, because that's probably like five hours of movie right there. For just I, I like the first chapter. I th- I thought it was pretty good. It, I don't know. It was like they found some movie from the '80s, and it was like. like <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it seemed like to me. They dug it's, it's it's a remake, I understand, but it just seemed like they dug out some random movie from the eighties, and it was like that to me. <laughs> nice. Anything else you've been watching, or just wrestling and it? Wrestling and it, brother. There you go, Andy. Just what a memory. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, what about you? Well, I I watched two movies that I know Zach watched, but he forgot that he watched them. We saw uh, Rover and Children of Men in a double feature. Well, I'm sorry that they left no fucking impression on me. <laughs> um, they're both good. Uh, I watched Ivan's Childhood on the Criterion Channel. It's an Andre Tchaikovsky movie. I can mm-hmm. say his name. Um, it's like right after in Soviet Russia, they they said, okay, you can make. Uh, movies about World War II that don't necessarily have to glorify um, the glorious Soviet Union or whatever. And the movie's about um, a kid who's basically a spy for the the Soviets, like on the front lines, and they want to get him away from the front. And uh, it, it's a really interesting movie. It's really good. Um, I watched My Neighbor Totoro, which was the a complete fucking uh opposite of that the next night which you know it's a classic i i I hadn't seen it since high school when i wanted to see it again and i I got it so i watched it um i watched shazam kind of belatedly but it's pretty fun it's a good movie it's fine you know Mm -hmm. uh i don't it's it's my favorite dc movie but that wasn't hard to do um (laughs) you didn't like wonder woman i didn't see wonder woman oh try to see it Okay, well, we'll see. But uh, in another double feature, I watched Rope and Vertigo, two Alfred Hitchcock classics. I don't feel like I need to sing their praises because everyone else already has. Uh, Rope is the one that it's like all one shot the whole movie is. Um, it's a super interesting movie. Vertigo's super famous. Uh, Jimmy Stewart's a retired um, 
detective and uh he he got he he gets vertigo and he's scared of heights he has acrophobia and uh some old college buddy hires him to follow his wife around because he thinks she's in she's uh being possessed by a ghost who wants her to commit suicide it's a weird movie it's great if you haven't watched it do it it's a classic um and also i just watched a whole bunch of d space nine i'm re-watching rick and morty for the billionth time because i went to the rick mobile and it put that put that itch in me (laughs) nice um i haven't been watching a lot of stuff lately because again i have a lot of stuff going on with my life but the things i did watch was star trek the next generation more of it i'm on season three i'm almost to the part where patrick stewart stewart not patrick stewart picard gets taken by the borg the best of both worlds Mm -hmm. so it's the that's the season finale season three right yep yeah i'm almost there so i'm excited because that's Pretty much when I started watching Next Generation is when Picard got taken by the Borg. That's like the pinnacle of that series. I'm not saying it's the best, but like a lot, a lot of the the, the threads in the series kind of all co- either come to that point or come out of that point. Well, yeah, that's uh, because of you know him getting taken by the Borg. It was one of the big things about the movie, the First Contact. So, like, yeah, I guess. um weird i have an unpopular opinion about the next generation uh i think most of the borg episodes are kind of boring except for best of both both worlds obviously but like the ones about hugh and um just any of the other random borg episodes like he leads he leads some other ships to go find or fight some borgs um they're they're still good because it's it's next generation and there are very few bad episodes of next generation but my favorite episodes are all the ones where it's like them and um it's kind of like the cold war mm-hmm. going on along the neutral zone and stuff like that. I love it. Like uh, when, uh, when, when he gets captured and there's like, there's, there's four lights, there's, you know, there's five lights or whatever. That episode's great. Stuff yeah. like that. There are four lights. <laughs> yeah. I can't, I can't wait to finish that. And then I'm obviously, what, what's next after next generation? Is it deep space? Nice or nice. Deep space? Yeah. Deep comes next. Okay, cool. Deep space. Nice. I'm, I'm going to call that for now on. And uh, I don't know, I I got a weird kick of watching Edward Snowden documentaries. I started really watching, interesting guy. Yeah, I started watching Citizen Four, which was pretty much the documentary which uh, talks about him doing the whistleblowing. And then there was other. Is he dead yet? No, he's uh, he's somewhere. <laughs> I think <he's... laughs> unknown location. He, he's he's not excited to let too many people know where he's at. I'm sure. Yeah, because it was Russia, but I they were gonna expedite him or something. I don't know. I stopped following. Yeah, he went to Ecuador and then he went to Berlin and then Russia. I believe last time I checked, he does have Russian uh, asylum until April twenty twenty. If I remember. Oh, okay. So he is still there. Why Who knows? You just go to Canada, like somewhere where a lot of people speak English and shit. Uh, because Canada would expedite him. Uh, and that's, plus, well, it's too close to America. <laughs> fuck it. They still have cross over Canadian border assassinate somebody. It's still killed somebody in a foreign country. Well, it's more the 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 U.S. wants him arrested and then expedited here to to face his trial. Mm-hmm. No, they're they're going to murder him. You can't convince me that. <laughs> <laughs> they want that guy dead. Yeah, but I don't like. I don't know what guy. He's. I saw Citizen Four already, and I was like, "Oh, it's on Amazon Prime." So I watched it, and then 
he did other documentaries like after that documentary, and then it was interesting. Who, pro- who produces it? Uh, what Citizen Four? Yeah, the guy who works for the Guardian, I believe his name is Fuck. I'm having a blank. Something Shepard, if I no. remember correctly. But anyway, this is on- my favorite documentary on the Citadel. Yeah, it's on Amazon. <laughs> it's on Amazon Prime. So go watch it. It's a good watch, and then watch get get hooked on it. But other than that, I've obviously seen the two Resident Evil movies too. So I didn't fuck those. I'm I'm never watching Resident Evil again. Well, let's get right into it then. <laughs> uh, Just play the games. Just fuck fuck these movies. <laughs> I gotta admit. When I the, when I started watching Afterlife and then I saw it was directed and written by uh, Paul W S Anderson, I was like, no. I was more excited, uh, even though I liked the other directors better. I was like, well, this is going to be more his direct vision. So that this way, when something's wrong, I feel better about blaming him directly. True. Yeah, that's a good point. One thing I want to get off the bat is you know how like. I don't know if you've been following any YouTubers, but you know there's like a time limit that you have to reach to 10 minutes in order to get like ad revenue and shit? Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like Paul W.S. Anderson uses slow motion so that he could reach like the hour and a half time limit. Because if you take out all the slow motion scenes, I guarantee you it's about like 50 minutes of movies. No, I, I well, this this movie had way more slow motion scenes than all the other ones. And... I know why retribution had its fair share. That's for sure. It had a lot too, but this one, the big thing was like, they called it literally resident evil afterlife 3d when it came out. Oh, sure. Sure. That's that's when the 3d stuff in the theaters was being pushed huge. Like Mm -hmm. it, like it was still pretty fresh off avatar and And TVs, by the way, TVs were a big, Uh uh-huh. They were all. They also decided that they were going to rip off all three Matrix movies and make that part 3D. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing that came to mind when I first saw the the, the first scene of all the Alice's uh, coming through, uh, trying to get Wesker. Um, There's your answer about the Alice clones, Andy. Yeah, I knew something like every single one of these movies. I complain about this every episode, but I might as well do it again because they're still doing it. Every movie starts with. Them saying, ah, I don't I don't like the way we ended the last movie. Fuck that. I, I don't want to do that anymore. This movie, this movie fucks two things. It says, no, there's no more clones. They're all dead. They're all dead. Um, she doesn't have superpowers anymore. I don't know how to write that. I'm not I'm not clever enough to write her having superpowers anymore. I'm out of ideas. We just get, we get rid of it. Day six, poor shit. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. They do pretty much kind of like, but, oh, my God. The first thing I want to get out of the way for both movies, uh, for Afterlife and Retribution, is why does Alice always got to do so much exposition? Like, have to explain, like, we're watching a TV show. Like, last My name is Alice, and I used to work for the Umbrella Corporation. Presumably, people are going to see the movie who didn't see the other ones, I guess, right? I I don't know. Because every movie got, like, a recap. Like, we're watching a fucking TV show. Yeah, I noticed that. It stuck out more in this one to mm-hmm. me, in these two. And I was like, god damn. Like, it, I guess it bothers you more because you just you, you just finished watching one, presumably, and you went to watch the other one because that's what we were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. 
you want i don't know about you but i just wanted to hurry up and watch them both and be done yeah <laughs> so, but like i was just like why are they fucking recapping this shit like this movie I, came out three years after the other one it's even possible it's been that long since you saw it too well yeah well it's it's been longer actually but like uh that's true. This this one did have a pretty significant gap between the last one. But then they did the same thing in Retribution, and it was there was just a two year gap there. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, they they retcon the oceans and the water shit too. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, they. <laughs> they that's one. These movies. This is going to be. I'm going to try to save this for more. Like when we talk uh, retribution, because it's the worst about it. But all these movies disregard the others' rules and story points. It's every. Just write another movie if that's what you want to do. They keep trying to shoehorn ideas into stuff that don't fit. Mm-hmm. So they they just kind of oh well, uh, th- th- it's not like that anymore. It, it didn't happen. Well, I think Paul W. S. Anderson. Uh, I guarantee you an extinction. He was like, you know what? Arcadia is going to be uh, Alaska. Because that sounds cool. Imagine having zombies and fucking snow. And then... It, like he There's go- zombies there. It's a safe haven. That's yeah. the point. Well, it- Yeah, but in, I don't know. In every zombie movie, they're like, well, it's there. We'll be safe there. And you know what happens? Never. 99% of the time, it's never safe there. Mm-hmm. And I think what happened when he was writing this movie is like, you know what would be a good fucking twist, Mila? Is that, you know, instead of being fucking in Antarctica and shit, it's on a fucking ship. That's, you see, that's what I'm talking about. These movies, like, disregard stuff that happens in the other movies because they're like, oh, it was a trap all along. And it seems like a really lazy, oh, it's a twist, we did it. But if it was, then why was the ship in Alaska? Why would they make it hard to, why would umbrella make it difficult for people to get to the ship where they need them to get to that doesn't make any sense why was it in alaska why wasn't it already off the coast of la or san francisco new york city you know like a a major area where they could actually pick up survivors Uh, it's obvious that they wrote the last movie uh extinction was that the last one yeah mm -hmm. Yeah. it's obvious they wrote extinction thinking arcadia is real uh those characters are safe that's what we need the viewer to think they need to think that Oh, don't worry. The, the people in the helicopter are safe, and then Alice does this other stuff. But then for this movie, they're like, oh, we need a twist. We need something interesting to happen. Oh, I guess it was a trap all along. Ugh. Like, these movies, oh, it's so frustrating. They should all just be their own movies, but instead they each just step on each other's toes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, by, the way, by the way, Dubs, whenever you do a Paul W.S. Anderson impression, you have to do a British accent because he's British. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that either till today when I looked it up. Huh. You'll be fucking great, as you know. Instead of fucking Antarctica, it's gonna be on a fucking ship. I don't know why. That's actually pretty close because he's from Newcastle, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and you know, it'd be fucking cool is if the plane is kind of bigger than the roof, but somehow it doesn't hit the sides or anything. I don't know, dude. <laughs> And this came out pretty much during the time when Walking Dead came out, because 2010, I believe. Yep, 2010. Um, huh. So, <laughs> I, I don't know. The similarity of having an Asian in there, I was like, oh, it's Glenn. Just like in Walking Dead. Yeah, what was that character's point? That, char- that character did the... They didn't even, like, in the scene in the cafeteria where they're explaining who everyone is, mm-hmm. he doesn't even get an introduction. 
Yeah, he does. It's it's a fucking the producer's assistant. <laughs> I don't even remember them saying that. Like they say, that's the producer. He's an asshole. It was one this line. Is Luther, was... what's his name? Luther West, right? Yeah, he's basketball. He's, dude. he's a basketball guy. He's in advertisements. So oh, this is this is uh, some other guy. Oh, this is this is Chris. He's locked up. Which I don't know if we're ready to talk about that yet. But oh, no. that was a, that was an awful decision. Everyone who's oh, played God. the game knows Chris isn't a bad guy. It should have been someone else. There is so much to unpack. There's there like about that. there's like no there's no um. There's no suspense there. They're like, oh, it's it's Chris. He's it, we think he's a criminal. And you, the viewer, knowing anything about Resident Evil, I didn't even play Resident Evil three, he's or four, whatever. No, he's in the first one. I know, but it, <laughs> I, I don't know the whole story. Is what I mean. And yeah. I, even I'm like, well, this that's stupid. He's obviously not a criminal. It should have been one of the other people, and they should have thought he was a criminal, so that, that then you get to build suspense, like when they're in the tunnels or or something else is going on, or they hear the plane start. It builds suspense because they're like, oh, did he betray them? But because it's Chris, you're like, oh, he's not going to betray him. He's a good guy. I know who Chris is. Mm-hmm. I know Chris Redfield. He's my friend. Yes. It's just Paul W. S. Anderson playing all these games. He's like, we're gonna have we're gonna have Chris Redfield in there. And oh, guys, remember in Res- it's it's either Resident Evil Five or Six where the the bug goes on the chest and somehow is you're possessed and all that stuff. That's yeah, five. You, you got to shoot it. Shoot that gym. Yeah. Well, shoot the gym bug. That's on Claire, and then she. What's with these movies and amnesia? Like everything's amnesia. We don't even stick with that. Again, we're gonna talk about this on the next episode. But God, it pisses me off <laughs> because she's like, "Oh, I've got amnesia. I don't remember anything." And then every other character that has one of those things on it, they get it ripped off, and they don't have amnesia. Yeah, they remember <laughs> everything. <laughs> yep. Um, Chris Redfield, by the way, has the Resident Evil Five get up with <laughs> the machete, which I think he never uses in this movie. It's just there on his back. Yeah, like I don't know. He's not even really dressed like how he is in the game. They didn't even like really attempt it. It looks like he's wearing a fucking janitor's uniform. <laughs> yeah, if they hadn't told me who that was, I wouldn't have known. Like they didn't even give him the green vest, you know, from the game, the first game. They could have even just done that. But and, and when they introduce him, it's like he's not even from stars. He's like, I was in the military, but blah, blah, blah. that's not even his backstory. Yeah. His backstory is like totally wrong. And that's the thing. Like, I don't mind if uh, all their backstories are fucked, though. Yeah, all they, of them. they kind of are. No, Jill's is pretty much on point. And then, uh, like, Carlos is, is also kind of close to what it is in the game. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess I guess maybe I'm getting I'm getting the next movie mixed up where all their backstories don't make any sense. Oh, yeah. And the next one, it's all fucked. It's just yeah, like, okay, 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 okay. All right. All right. Um. But even with Chris Redfield here, Wesker and Chris, I, I, I guarantee, like, I know that this is a movie and they want to change things up, but, like, at least have Wesker be part of Stars and fucking Chris be part of Stars and they know each other. Here they're just like, I'm Wesker. I'm, I'm one of the bosses of Umbrella. And I'm Chris. I, I used to be somebody. <laughs> oh, there's yeah, my Wes- sister. <laughs> yeah, Wesker was never a boss of Umbrella. He was just like a researcher guy, mm-hmm. and he pulled some double agent shit. And, and that's told that's a missed opportunity in this movie. Wesker's one of the cool parts, in my opinion. He should have been in the movie more. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's definitely one of the best parts of this movie. <laughs> my favorite part in this fucking movie is uh, 
when Alice says, I brought some friends, he's like, you should have brought more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's honestly, he's doing a dead on like version of Wesker. Cause like when you play RE5 and you see Wesker in that game, he's so fucking over the top and just goofy and shit. And he, he did it. He nailed it. That's exactly what Wesker is at that time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I like the opening of this movie though. I thought it was fun. Like it was just, it was so fucking over the top and stupid that I had fun with it. Mm-hmm. It opens up with all the clones fucking going down to the J- Japan facility. Apparently, I hate to say it, but uh, the the beginning of this movie is like kind of badass. Like I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. I had it was the, cool. I had the opposite. I kind of rolled my eyes so much. I was like, oh, this is like Matrix and shit. Like I see. What oh, I- but the the effects were just so bad though. It made it enjoyable. Like when she was doing the flips, and it was like really bad wire work. It's like they couldn't even like. <laughs> it's like they, they couldn't film her doing a flip or some shit i don't know they couldn't get the stunt woman to fucking do it or something yeah, there's a bunch of times where the wire work is like they they flip forward and they have a momentum and then they stop in midair and like rotate and then do something cool and it happens like three times in this movie and every time your brain you know you might never not have noticed What's but your brain, your brain did <laughs> you're like wait what that didn't make any sense wait they don't even like cut away they don't use a different camera angle they just show you this physics defying horseshit it's mm-hmm. like the head stunt guy or whatever the shit just i didn't know how to do a flip correctly to, to, to direct i don't know <laughs> i don't know yeah well the positives why i want to give is what andy touched on before like we needed i, I loved wesker scenes like every wesker scene i was like this is fucking cool just because, you know, yeah. good cast, and he, he does the voice pretty well. Uh, he looks like Wesker. He acts like Wesker. Yeah. <laughs> um, I kind of dig the whole, and I, I know I'm going to get made fun of by Zach, but I, I forgot that Executioners were in Resident Evil 5. I was like, why is the uh, Pyramid's, uh, Pyramid Head's cousin in this film? <laughs> why is Pyramid Head in Resident Evil? <laughs> what the fuck? No. Yeah, I was like, no, dude, that's the execution. Remember Resident Evil 5? You're like, I've played that game in like 12 years or whatever the fuck it's been. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But still, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, but I like that they had that in there. Instead of just being... <laughs> oh, my, my God, when we get to the next film. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, not a lot of zo- I mean, there was a lot of zombies on the outside, but like, it wasn't really the focus that much. No, yeah. You know what was weird about this movie? And I shouldn't expect it from any of this, from this series or anything, but it was just weird that the executioners from Resident Evil 5 are in this movie. When it, you know, it just takes place in America and shit. And they didn't really establish, like, what the hell the executioners were in 5, in RE5. But because the area you're in and stuff and what goes on, like, it it checks out, Mm -hmm. you know? There's an execution square. There's a big ass. There's a big fucking guy with an axe. So there you go. But and then like the zombies also do the Ouroboros thing where their mouths split open. Yeah. And, and they just don't explain it. They kind of do a throwaway line where it's like they've evolved. Oh. Yeah. And that just becomes oh they they just all do that now in the yeah. next movie and this one to a lesser extent. But oh that that just is the way it is. But to to the point of the executioners i think the script probably said and then big monster is at the gate or something big monster yeah and they were like ah what the fucking Renato fives out what's scary in that oh okay we'll use this mhm 
I, I really liked Bennett, by the way. I thought he was a great asshole. Um, oh, <laughs> and the producer what, dude, yeah. Yeah. Like, I thought he was pretty good. Like, the whole inside the building, I thought, was pretty solid, besides a couple of characters. Um, <laughs> by the way... Yeah, yeah, I liked when they made it to the... the is that a hotel, I think, mm-hmm. they were at? Or something? Yeah. And uh, when Alice uses the fucking quarters for her shotgun what do you think about that by the way and and is that even possible i guess it's possible i mean you can load a shotgun load with with junk i guess really it's not practical but it's cool i i kind of i forgive the movie that because when i realized what it was when she uses it for the first time i'm like oh that's kind of cool i guess i thought it was cool and he's right you can load shells with like bullshit like there's stories of people loading it with like rocks and fucking salt and shit. Mm-hmm. You put just about as I I presume as long as you could fit it in the damn shell, it'll it'll project out and hurt somebody. Right. So, <laughs> so. I, it's cool. Uh, the movie I, I let it get away with that. It's neat. It's not practical, but I mean, it's a fucking Resident Evil movie. What do I expect? Yeah. So are the only two survivors uh, from Arcadia is Kmart and Claire? Are those are the only actors that would return? Yeah, or, or are they trying to say that they were amongst all those other people but just didn't get any screen time? Presumably they are in there, yes. Okay. Well, I, I think a lot of the people that they highlighted in Extinction that were part of that group of survivors, they all fucking died anyway. Like, Carlos died. The, the dude who ran the equipment, the surveillance equipment from the van, he died. The nurse died. Uh, LJ died. We can't uh, we can't have anything from the previous movies left over. That's how these do. <laughs> but they all died in that movie. Like all all the the, the, re- the rest of the survivors were just background fucking. Oh, were they, I, th- I remember the helicopter had like four people in it. And I was trying to remember who they were. They were just randos. The this the the sniper cowboy dude died too. Yeah, like, I remember everybody. Him. Everybody that stood out just died. <laughs> so, I like when those Japanese guys just fucking get owned by the Alice's people. Oh, I, I kind of like that part where the Japanese snipers are talking about killing zombies or shit. I was like, man, I wish this movie was just about these two guys. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> like, I really wanted that to be longer. And, and like, when I realized the whole movie didn't take place in Tokyo, I was really disappointed. Because up until that point, it had been, oh, this is really interesting. I, I want to know what's going on here. And then she just kind of breaks in and everything explodes. And, oh, okay, never mind. And then, and then Wesker crashes into literally the largest object in eyesight in Tokyo. Like, what an idiot! <laughs> he crashes into Mount Fuji. You know, like the huge object that you can see from anywhere in the city. He just flies right into it. Well, he, well, had- he was busy. He was back there beating the shit out of Alice. No, well, goddammit, you're in an aircraft. Gain altitude, you retard. He, he forgot to put it on autopilot. It was a simple mistake. Ugh. And plus, he had to exaggerate. He's like. Now you're human. <laughs> also, um, that's that's moment one of like five in this movie. And the other movies I admit aren't as bad about this, but this movie has like five, six, seven moments where you're like, shoot him, shoot him. Why aren't you shooting him? Shoot him already. She like appears behind him and puts a gun to his head. And it's like, why, why, why are you talking to him? There, he he doesn't have any information you need. There's no, there's no reason to interrogate him he's not holding any hostages you don't need to be like where's where's chris where's leon you cocksucker i don't 
fucking just shoot him. There's no reason not to shoot Wesker. She just holds a gun to his head so that they can exchange quips and dialogue. Yeah, that's because the script says so. You can't have tension and shit if she just shoots him. What? Why doesn't she? You have to have a reason. There has to be like, I need the antivirus right now because because someone was bitten or something. That that that's all you need. You just need because a reason for her to be like, listen here, motherfucker. I need. Tell me where Claire is. Tell me I need the antivirus. How do I stop? Oh, my cells are, are degenerating. My powers are killing me. Tell me how to fix it, you bitch. Something. It, I just came up with like five fucking reasons. No, she just holds a gun to his head because she wants to be cool. She wants to gloat and let him know that he's humiliated and defeated. How'd that work out? It didn't because he got up because he's super fast and he injected her with bullshit. Yeah, with, with, with <laughs> plot, plot liquid. And can, oh, we, <laughs> can we talk about the motive of Wesker turning her human? Why yeah. Not, why not just kill her? Sure. Yeah, just put bleach in that needle. Jesus. <laughs> because she had she had advanced healing powers and it would have negated the bleach. So she he had to negate her bullshit. No, he no. still implies, and this is more the second movie, but he still implies that she's useful in a weird way. Because of their research or her genes, she bonded with the T virus. I don't know. Did he say that on, the, or, or did he get cut off by Matt Fuji? Or were we gonna get to that? I don't know. No, he doesn't say that shit until later in the movie when they're on the fucking the Arcadia boat. And can we talk about Arcadia boat where they're all shooting at him except at his head? They're shooting center mass at his body. He's he's wet. He's fucking too cool. They're not going to hit him. That is really weird, though. Like Chris and Claire both like start shooting him like in the collarbone and then like work their way down his torso. It's just, it was really weird. I don't know why. It just stood out to me. But, yeah. but what's funny is we're taught in the game and we're also taught in this movie. You got to aim for the head and they just ignore the head altogether. You know, Fuck I, it. they I, wanted him to feel pain before he died. I also like that they waited until the very end of the movie to be like, oh, no, don't worry. There's dogs in this movie, too. There's dogs in all these movies. <laughs> Dog, dogs are scary. Dogs that, you know, open half their body and little te- yeah. tentacles come Split out. Splithead dogs. <laughs> Something really funny about that. Um, Zach knows this, but whenever I'm watching a movie or a TV show that has dogs in it, yeah. my dog flips out man she hates when there's dogs on the tv she gets angry and growls and gets up all close and then her hair the hair on her back goes up so those dogs come out to like be with wesker and she's like and gets close and then like when that started happening she was like just she just chilled out she's like oh that's retarded i'm not i'm not angry about the thing <laughs> oh those aren't real dogs those are fake dogs <laughs> those are fake dumb dogs like cgi cgi dogs fake dogs oh but to the point of cgi there is something i wanted to say say no that's about retribution okay i think the cgi in this movie is really bad though oh it's awful it's fucking terrible god like that part where like we're skipping ahead a little bit in the movie but like that thing where she kicks the paint glass of the dog i'm like oh my god oh man it looks bad it's Uh, so terrible and why that 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 moment will live on in infamy for me because it's uh that was red letter media that was like the first this whole thing was like the genesis of them doing like the fucking best of the worst and shit like that is they watched the resident evil movies and when that part happened they all lost their shit <laughs> and it's like one of the funniest things i've ever seen is that just... where i've seen clips of this movie before 
Yes, because I think I might have showed it to you trying to, like, at some point. I think I, I tried to. I mean, at some point, I've watched at least half the episodes of Half in the Bag, and I know I've seen every episode of Best of the Worst at least three times. It's, like, my favorite thing on YouTube. I, I remember it because Rich Evans just starts cracking up, <laughs> doing that ridiculous-ass laugh, and then Jay just goes, What?! Okay, that sounds uh, that sounds familiar. Like that that part, I kept thinking I had seen before. The part where she's trying to get Chris and Claire out of those stupid tubes, I've seen before. And the fight in the shower in the prison, I've seen before. And I yep. kept thinking, did I see this movie? And like, was I just like high on mescaline? I forgot, <laughs> or what the fuck's going on? And, you know, you must have watched that that video. Okay, that must have been it. Yeah. Well, the showers look like Alcatraz. Uh, that's the first thing that comes to mind when I see that. But it's a yeah. prison. Yeah, you're supposed to. It's a prison, California prison. What? But I thought they were in the fucking hotel. What? They, they didn't go to a prison. Well, it looks like a prison. They're in a prison. No, they're not. They're in they... a fucking hotel or some shit. It's like in the middle of L.A. Yeah, it shows an establishing shot, and it's like bullshit high maximum security prison that we made up. That's in the middle of L.A. Why is it so goddamn tall? Because, like, I don't know, the, the script wanted it to be. I so an airplane can land there. That was stupid. They fuck no. The place, the, the, that whole building on I'm the I'm sure it was, was a like... prison, right? Dubs, wasn't it a prison? I have no fucking no. clue. No. It was. <laughs> I know no. it was. I'm not crazy. It's not a prison. I swear to God it is. Oh, it dude, I'm like looking it those, up. those big-ass high-rise hotels, one of those fucking places you go stay at Vegas. So wait, and, no, hold on. The, the thing they put... then why is there all this like gates and it's they, they go to like a cafeteria or something why is there, I, why well, is there I, a cage for i Chris? don't know <laughs> did they have like, why, a... okay i i gotta talk about this now because you, you brought up chris again we're talking about whether or not this is a prison the guy that they got to play chris wentworth miller he was the dude from prison break prison it's a prison yeah they they mean uh it was a um uh uh, they travel to the ruins of Los Angeles, where they find survivors living in a prison, which is surrounded by thousands of the undead. They meet God. Luther West, who, who leads the surviving band from the prison. That's a Wendell Crystal Bennett Kim. It's a prison. That's what Wikipedia says. Why the fuck is there a giant prison in the middle of the city? <laughs> I, what the fuck? The, is that the only inaccurate thing of this movie that bothers you? Because I mean, come on. It's it's so big and ridiculous, and it's yes, in it's the retarded. Yes, we, we all agree on that. Like it's, I mean, I know Los Angeles is a fucking shithole. It's degenerating on a daily basis, but they don't have a giant mega complex prison in the middle of the city yet, as far as I know. Oh my god! <laughs> but no, anyway, yeah, Wentworth Miller is the guy that plays Chris. It, whatever he's, I guess he's an okay actor. He could pass for Chris, but I just thought it was hilarious. Me and my buddy. Andy knows my buddy Philip. We watched this in the theater, and then we looked at each other. It was like they got the guy for Prison Break, and his opening scene is he's in prison. <laughs> and like, what the fuck was that? It's, it's like they're like, no, get this, you're in prison, and they they've imprisoned you, so you have to get out of jail. Oh, it's weird that I'm on Wikipedia. If you scrolled, if you just roll the the wheel one from where oh. I was looking at the thing about prison under development, it says when Miller first read the script, he thought the the association to prison break was a practical joke with his imprisonment, and his first line being, "I know a way out of here." Uh. So even he thought it was silly. <laughs> hey, let's talk about casting. We haven't done that yet. Okay. 
Um, I I know I'm supposed to like love all the Resident Evil characters and hate all the made up characters, but I really like uh, uh, that Luther guy. The guy who plays him is great. And I think really natural. And uh, Luther West was one of my favorite characters in this movie. No, yeah, I agree with you. He's actually pretty good. Like, I don't hate all the original characters in these movies. No, I'm just, I'm just generally speaking. Yeah, I know, that, that, that's like the default reaction a lot of people have. He's better than Mike Epps that goes, ah, 10 points, GTA, motherfucker. Hey, he True. was funny. And then when you hear that Snoop Dogg was supposed to be at his part, you're like, oh my god, that could have been incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Was Jill Valentine near the end? Because they have her casted in this. Yeah, she's in the, the post-credits scene. Yeah, before fucking... Well, no, that's actually after Marvel, so whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, in the mid-credits scene is like a, a, the, all those black uh, Ospreys are dispatched and she's like, oh, there's a bunch of uh, shoot on sight. We're looking for... There might be Chris and Claire and a bunch of other dicks that we hate. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't remember. I don't remember the exact. She said some bullshit like we're gonna go down there, we're gonna fucking kill him, blah blah. blah. Mm. You're right, basically. Um, it's um, supposed to be like a big reveal, even though I didn't remember who the fuck she was. Yeah, because her appearance has totally changed. Right. <laughs> so, like I recognized the outfit because I've played the games, but I was like, who? Which actress was that? I thought it was Ada for a minute. I was like, is that supposed to be Ada? That's stupid. But yeah. they, luckily, it wasn't. We'll see that in the next one. Um. Uh, the, the fight with Chris Redfield, Wesker, and Claire, uh, almost scene for scene for the fight scene in Resident Evil Five. By the way, when he throws, yeah, they they did that on purpose. That's part of the development of this movie. <laughs> they threw the glasses and shit, uh, and when Chris catches, yeah. it. <laughs> he catches it like what, and he just starts beating the fuck out of both of them. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah. I wanted to bring this up. We didn't really, we kind of skipped over this, how Alice went to Arcadia and then like, it was nothing. Mm-hmm. It, it was just a field where a bunch of airplanes landed apparently. And they're all parked very neatly. Yeah, that was weird. And like, she walks by two helicopters that are in the trees. Did you notice that? How the fuck did. did they get them there? I, I don't know. They, you can't, they, they couldn't have landed there. So obviously someone purposely moved the helicopters into the trees for some what, reason where what, they can't possibly take off. Wesker carried it there. Probably. I guess he did. They probably got their stunt people to crash them into the trees because there's, they fucking apparently don't take, take care of their stunt people in these movies. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> coming up later. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. I guess but, someone lost an arm or some nonsense. Yes. Um, but, I noticed this, though, when I was looking, you know, I was watching the scenes because they were, like, real quiet and there wasn't a lot of dialogue. It was just Alice by herself for a while. And it was like, if you notice this, she's like, obviously, she left from Japan in this weird biplane. There's, like, Japanese bullshit on it. So it's just some Japanese fucking plane. Sure. And then her jacket, though, has... Russian. It's Russian. I noticed that, too. I mean, presumably, she's landing places to get fuel, so maybe when she left from Japan, it wasn't cold, and then she landed in like Reykjavik or something like that. It was like, oh fuck, it's cold, and like found a jacket. I guess. I guess so. That's so that's she, my best guess. Like, so, uh, so she went from. I, like, I noticed that too. I noticed that too. She went from like fucking Nevada to Japan to Russia to Alaska, and then back to Los Angeles. Yeah. Damn. I, 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 
something that bugged me too is she's like monologuing in that one time and she's like, Oh, I'm gonna go down through Vancouver, Seattle, blah 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 blah. And then the next scene, there's a cityscape. I was like, Okay, so that's Vancouver, I guess, right? And then they're like, No, and then she flies over the Hollywood sign. You're like, Well, shit, why did she even say all of that? <laughs> all you need is the establishing shot that oh, this is LA. Mm. Um, did I don't know if Paul W. Sanderson got uh inspired by this game, but do you know the part where they swam and came from the water up the stairs and stuff? Didn't that remind you of Metal, Metal Gear Game? Solid 2? Yeah, yes, uh, it did. Yeah, that when she took out the sword, I was like, oh, that's like Raiden. I was like, ah, oh, maybe he did play that game. <laughs> Who knows. Uh oh, what's up? Shout out because they had they had a established Resident Evil character have a cool moment in this movie. The fight in the shower. Yes. Yeah that that, that fight scene is fucking great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Claire got a, well. She almost killed her, but but then you know she needed help because she was out of shells. I guess whatever. Sure. I don't so, know. Like it's it's not it's not like the most mind blowingly great scene I've ever seen, but it was like really cool, and I liked that it like bashes off all the things and the water's going everywhere. It looks good. Yeah. I think we hit up every point unless there's something else we're missing. Um the there hmm, I wish this movie would have taken place more in Tokyo or I think there's uh th- there, there's no way this would ever happen, but I actually kind of like the um the end of the i guess it's the first act because there's like the prologue and then there's the first act i kind of like when it's just alice flying to arcadia and then she looks around and can't see anything mm-hmm. and then she's like in the plane i wish i i like movies like that with a little less of the obvious like she's speaking into a video camera for literally no reason other than to tell the the people watching the movie what's going on there's no purpose for that it's dumb but I like that because it's like really quiet and they could have added more like she's looking for clues, what happened to Arcadia or something. Like there was an interesting movie in there that they would never want to make because it wouldn't be an action-packed CG bullshit thrill ride. Yeah. But I liked I, – I appreciated that this this movie tried to hit points that the other movies weren't doing. I like that there's that quiet moment at the beginning. There's a little bit of like mystery, like oh, what's going on. I, I appreciate that there's like a different climate – um, from the other movies and that you know she goes to Tokyo and I guess LA is a little different um, them being in a prison is a little samey I've seen that in zombie movies before mm-hmm. but it's still handled interestingly I like the zombies digging in from underneath there's a cool you know usually um, people are digging out of prison to get out or whatever it's kind of a all oh, the zombies dug into prison it's, it's if you think about it for a minute, it's 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 at least worth a smirk. I, I don't know. Um, generally speaking, I think that this movie was the best made of the ones we've seen. Yeah, and I would have to agree with that. Uh, I thought the second act and third act were pretty much strong. Um, besides, like all the stupid stuff that we picked out, uh, I I, I kind of hated the first act, and I I hate the first act in the next movie because it feels like thirty minutes. It's just a bunch of slow time and like exposition of Alice saying shit and uh, her doing like a fight scene. And I don't care for her fight scenes in the beginning. I kind of wish they somehow do something different instead of just being like, I'm going to come get you. We're going to bring an army. 
kind of bullshit. I liked them, but they weren't framed very well. Like some interesting stuff happens. And uh I, I said out loud when I was watching the movie, like that cool thing happens where like the elevator comes down and they're all ready to, to shoot her, and then the, the thing opens up behind him and she drops out. And I, I like that. And then she kills them all and then it's like a really cool fight and it's pretty well choreographed and there's an obnoxious amount of slow-mo but whatever i'll forgive it and then a bunch more of them come in and she just like uses her powers to kill them all yeah it's like why didn't you just do why that didn't you just do that <laughs> yeah i said it out loud i was like well if you were gonna do that why did you kill all of them with swords that, i said that too actually <laughs> What it's, it's stupid. It, that's dumb. That's really dumb. It, it's like that's the best example of why it's actually a good decision to take her powers away. It's just still really stupid. No, 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 no. Uh, good. You brought that up too. Remember the part where you know they're shooting the shit out of Wesker. Now, did you think Alice thought like, oh, he has the T virus in there. He's gonna regenerate. So let me put the bomb in his fucking helicopter, and I know he's gonna go in that helicopter. To try to escape. It's weird because she put it in the one that was furthest from his lair. <laughs> I thought that was weird. I was like, wait, so you knew that he was going to regenerate? And what? Did you leave the door open? Be like, hey, take this one. Doors open. Keys are in the ignition. Maybe. Maybe Wesker's just that stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> man, I, I know that you just tore that down and talked about how stupid that is. And I hate to admit it, but I laughed out loud when that happened. I <laughs> did too, actually. <laughs> I was like, okay, pretty funny right there. His reaction, like, it showed his eyes were, like, burning red. Like, he was like, yeah. fuck. <laughs> he like, oh, I'm so clever. Like, punches in the thing. And then there's that moment where he's like, what? And then he pulls pulls the thing away, and the timer's like about to count down. It's like a well written comedy scene or something. <laughs> oh my god! And then she's like, "Oh, I knew you wouldn't want to miss this." Uh, it's, it's the whole scene is is like, it, it. I don't know. It's it's so out of place that I laughed out loud. Like I laughed more at that than I do at some like bad comedy movies. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I guess we're wrapping this movie up. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, I always liked this one the most. I always had the most fun watching it. Yeah. There's still like I don't know. There was a couple. I didn't notice this before, but like I I weirdly like the soundtrack for this movie. Yeah, this one has the best soundtrack. It has a fucking perfect circle song in it. But besides that, the music throughout the movie I think is actually like good. Like I'm not gonna put it on and enjoy it, but I agree 100. I had that thought during the movie. I forgot to bring that up. It all sounds like fucking late 90s PC FPS fare. They hired a guy, I can't remember his name, but it says it in the opening credits, like music by so-and-so. And he's like a house electronica kind of like that kind of music guy. And it shows they did a really good job with that. But then he doesn't come back for the next one, I don't think. And then like another perfect circle song in the credits, and that's fucking badass. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I agree, <laughs> I agree the music is great. But the audio mixing is garbage, by the way, because they'll be talking and be like, I'm like, what? Can I don't know. I don't think I had that problem. I don't know. Maybe it was the, because maybe it was Amazon Prime uh, streaming it. That's why I watched it. it was Amazon. I didn't have any audio issues. Maybe your TV is exploding. <laughs> What's the deal with uh, the HD and the standard definition versions of this movie costing the exact same thing on Amazon? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> it's just weird. weird. This is the only one that does that. But uh, my final thought is, when I saw Paul W. S. Anderson, I was kind of disappointed. And I know I kind of 
said, man, I feel like killing myself watching this again. But I do say that it is better than some of the other ones that we watch. I highly enjoyed it because of certain scenes and obviously because of Wesker. I thought Wesker, yeah, Wesker's great. Wesker stole the show in this. In this I mean, it, and it doesn't last, unfortunately. Spoiler alert, but. Well, it gets fucking yeah. weird next movie. I tell you what. Holy oh, yeah. fucking kidding. Jesus Christ. Uh, I guess we'll recap rankings real quick, but. I mean, if you're listening to this, chances are it's either an hour away or already up. The other one's probably up too. So, I, you know, listen to it. Too. Mm-hmm. Did you want to do? Did you want to wait until the rankings after we do retribution so we could rank both movies? Or eh, just mention where you put Afterlife. We don't have to recap them all, but for now, uh, Afterlife is my favorite one that we've seen. So it went. It went to number one. Afterlife for me is number three. And if you don't say anything yet, guys, if you're looking at the Google Doc, I put something <laughs> somewhere, and you're probably like, well, "What the fuck are you thinking, Joe?" Or Dubs, or whatever. Um, I'll tell you why soon. You but, broke uh, kayfabe, he said, Joe. Yeah. You broke kayfabe. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> he exposed the business. God damn it. <laughs> oh, spe- speaking of fucking wrestling, real quick. I was watching. Oh, <laughs> I was watching. Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, no, no! It's quick. It's quick. I'm gonna go make some drink. I, I was watching this movie, and I'm like, "Wait a second! Why are they shoving Alice down our throat all the fucking time?" And Alice is Alice is the Roman Reigns of this fucking movies. Oh, Roman Reigns before what's happening to him right now. She was the John Cena of these movies. That's what I was gonna say. Was Cena. True, I guess. I mean, you don't have a forklift, you know, destroying a set and, you know, taking down Alice or something. But, uh, Zach, I I put it number three for Afterlife. Zach, where did you put Afterlife? Number one. So we we have Andy and Zach with Afterlife at number uno and me at number three. Uh, so moving on to Resident Evil Retribution. Again, I want to bring up. She does exposition again. Wait, aren't we gonna cut and then like record a new episode? No, double feature. It's all gonna be one double episode. feature, brother. Yeah, but that makes it harder for people to listen to. Fuck them. Fuck people. <laughs> I mean, if you want to. Right, Plus, that way it gets a unique episode number. All right. Well, if you're watching on Twitter, <laughs> Twitch, and uh, uh, Mixer, this is episode. Yeah, I mean, we're not we're not going anywhere. I'm just saying, like, we should do a sign off, and then, like, I you know, you can just edit a cut here, and then we'll do a new intro, and you know, you know, like fucking professionals. Oh, bad. All right, I'm retiring because fucking Mandy just called me out. So. <laughs> I mean, you exposed the business before that, so you should retire. That's true. Go go write a book, you fucking hack. Well, who's who's the wrestler who had a finisher move that called the high knee? Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> uh, if you want to catch our uh, episodes for either every podcast, like the Nemesis Project, Big Trouble Little Podcast, uh, Escape from SideQuest, which we haven't done in a while because we haven't been playing any games, uh, and... 
the new wrestling podcast getting some color, make sure you go to novnetwork.podbean.com. We're also on iTunes and Spotify if you search Nerd Review Network. And I actually did put in an email because Podbean is going to be doing a live thing now. So I put in an email to try to get the live feature for Podbean. Uh, do you guys remember Blog Talk Radio? No. Nope. Well, Blog Talk Radio was kind of like a podcast radio type of thing where you could have live call-ins. So we do have like 190 followers. So it'd be pretty cool if we get a phone call for uh, you know us ripping any of these movies or liking any of these movies. So keep an eye out on that. So until next time, everybody, have a good night. Later. Thanks. See ya.